There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. Which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high coverage foundation. More popular than soft launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hey guys, Emma here. Uh, Claire is still in France and... My back seized up yesterday, so I've been in a little bit of excruciating pain, but I'm so dedicated to news about The Bachelorette that I am here in the office today to record a bonus episode. There's been some big news this week. Um, Not happy news, but big news. Reality Steve broke a story a few days ago that Lincoln Adam from Becca's season was convicted of, quote, indecent assault and battery for groping and assaulting an adult female on a harbor cruise ship. This conviction took place on May 21st of this year, but the incident in question actually occurred in 2016. So that means that in the interim, Lincoln was cast on and then filmed The Bachelorette. So... I'm going to first just read the statement that Reality Steve and Ashley Spivey, who was helping him kind of dig into this story, ended up getting from Jake Wark, the press secretary for the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office in Massachusetts. He said, quote, Mr. Adam was convicted on May 21, 2018, of indecent assault and battery for groping and assaulting an adult female on a harbor cruise ship early on May 30, 2016. He was sentenced to one year in a house of correction, with that term suspended for a two-year probationary period. The judge ordered him to stay away from the victim and attend three Alcoholics Anonymous meetings per week during those two years. If he complies with the judge's orders, he will not have to serve out his term, but if he fails to comply with those orders or reoffends, he could be ordered to serve out the year behind bars. Close quote. We're going to Get to my chat with Reality Steve and some of my just personal thoughts on how this affects our viewing experience. But before we do, I want to say that I did reach out to both ABC and Warner Brothers, um, who produces The Bachelor and Bachelorette, to ask if they had comment on this news and, and see if they would comment on what Lincoln's future on the show would look like. Because, of course, he has not yet been kicked off. Um... 
ABC told me that they do not comment on production matters. And Warner Brothers gave the following statement, quote, no one on the Bachelorette production had any knowledge about the incident or charges when Lincoln Adam was cast. And he himself denied ever having engaged in or having been charged with any sexual misconduct. We employ a well-respected and highly experienced third party who has done thousands of background checks consistent with industry standards to do a nationwide background check on this case. The report we received did not reference any incident or charge relating to the recent conviction or any other charges relating to sexual misconduct. We are currently investigating why the report did not contain this information, which we will share when we have it. Close quote. So now let's get to my conversation with Reality Steve, who kind of walked us through the news and uh, how he came to break this story. Steve, can you kind of walk us through exactly what uh, the information is that you have and how you came to have it? Yeah, I was coming back from Las Vegas on Monday and just checking my phone at the airport, received an email from somebody who I know their name, but they wanted to remain anonymous and just said, hey, I have some information. Lincoln Adam was seen at a Boston courthouse this morning. I believe he was pleading out for some sexual misconduct. They didn't know the exact details, but they said, you should probably look into this. And so being at the airport and whatnot, um, I got a, I got in contact with Ashley Spivey, and I said, "Hey, I just received this. I'm, you know, going to be on a plane. Any way you can look into this for me?" Uh, and she did. And um, usually, when I get something like that, someone isn't really making it up that Lincoln was in a Boston courthouse. That seems kind of random. And I knew that Lincoln did used to work and live in Massachusetts because the other Lincoln story from the season about his bathroom habits uh, happened when he worked at Oracle in sure. Burlington, Massachusetts. So I, I figured it was something legit to it, but obviously I didn't want to run with something that said, uh, you know, Lincoln pleads guilty to sexual misconduct, you know, without looking into this. So um, we looked around. Ashley had emailed over to the um, press secretary for the DA's office. And they got back to her, but it wasn't until uh, Tuesday afternoon after I had already posted in my columns because I had teased it on Tuesday that there might be some – Waterbeck's guys might be in some serious legal trouble. And uh, he got back to us Tuesday afternoon, and basically I just cut and pasted that statement that he had given Ashley, um, that the statement that seems to be what every out other outlet has gotten from the same guy, Jake Work. Work is his name. And, um, yeah, kind of went from there that uh, he – was involved in an incident on a boat in 2016. And once uh, I, I don't understand the legal process of why it took till May 21st of 2018 for him to get convicted. I'm, I'm assuming there were a bunch of continuances. There were bigger cases that they had. I don't know, but he wasn't actually convicted until the 21st, which brings up the issue of on any background check that ABC does, Will it have shown up that there was a charge and arrest against him back in 2016? Obviously, there was no conviction when they were looking at his background because it didn't happen until a month after he got back from filming. So 
Uh, that seems to be the question now. And honestly, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in the legal business. I don't know what shows up on a background check. However, I have been told by other people since this broke that, yes, any sort of decent background check, a charge of sexual misconduct would have absolutely shown up. Some people have said, no, it wouldn't. So I don't really know what to believe at this point. Uh, what I do know is that um, obviously this did happen in Lincoln. The, the conviction was a few weeks ago. And um, I, I tend to believe the people who have said, yes, um, this would have shown up. I just think they're not looking hard enough. Right. I mean, it does raise questions about what the screening process is, you know, whether or not this showing up is routine. It seems like especially when it's, you know, this isn't him being accused of shoplifting. This is a sexual misconduct charge. As you said, it's assault and battery for groping and assaulting an adult female on a harbor cruise ship. And then you are putting this person um, in a closed environment to date a woman. Uh, so it feels particularly germane, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, because we've seen in the past with other contestants that, you know, especially it's usually it's usually outlets like uh, like Radar or something. We'll always find something on some of these contestants after I've re- after I've released them as a contestant on the show, whether it be, hey, this person um, had a public drunkenness. I mean, we. Sure. There was some of that story that came out about Lauren Bushnell got arrested at Coachella for, you know, public drunkenness or public intoxication or something like that. It was really, you know, got arrested, but was released right away. It wasn't anything serious. I'm sure tons of people are arrested at Coachella for <laughs> public drunkenness. I, I remember Dean had something about a public drunkenness, which was or under, you know, drinking with um, underage drinking. Uh, and this was, you know, five, six years ago. If Radar can find something out like that. I, I don't know how this show can say, I mean, I, I read their statement. I saw what they said, which was, you know, we, we use third party independent contractors to do the background checks. Okay. But I guess the question now just comes down to what are exactly are the procedures? What exactly are you looking at when you say background checks? Because it seems like, I don't know. I mean, in light of the Garrett incident this season, it seems like maybe they're paying more attention to social media stuff after Lee last se- last season, where it's just, let's make sure that there's nothing bad on their social media, whether it be pictures or tweets or something like that. And let's, let's make sure of that first before, and then let's just do a basic Google search. And if nothing shows up on a Google search, we're good. Because I, I just don't know how this wouldn't have shown up if these people, I mean, this is a major corporation a major reality show that's been on the air for 36 years, which also makes me think maybe they're just being lackadaisical now because they've had so many years where they didn't have contestants like this. And they're just like, okay, we're good. And just putting people on and really not digging because this should have shown up. Right. Or or, or have they been lucky in the past to not have something like this come up? it (laughs) It could be that. And I, and, I, and trust me, I'm the first person to call ABC out for everything they do, or this show, not the network itself. But when it comes to the show, because this is obviously the main show that I cover, I honestly don't think that they knowingly put a guy on the show who had committed 
or who had been charged with a sexual assault past. I really don't think they would do that. I don't. It does think not they would seem do like you know, even from the most cynical mind, it does not seem like a good PR move or a smart yeah. way to, you know, it, yeah. I, 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 mean, I agree with you. The response has been, you know, there's been some response, especially on Twitter, that has been, they're just doing this for ratings. Like, look, they don't need. They don't need this for ratings. They're they're going to do well, and people are going to watch this show regardless. Um, they don't need a contestant with a sexual assault pass put on the show so we can start talking about, you know, Becca's season. They're doing fine. They're doing well on Monday nights. They're getting five and a half to six million viewers for the first three episodes. They're good. Um, they didn't need this. Uh, people saying that they're doing this for ratings, it's just, I, I think that's very ignorant. That they don't know what they're talking about because – you don't need this type of, and I know they say any publicity is good publicity, but not in this particular situation because this makes the show look bad. They're going to do fine regardless. They don't need to cast him, uh, a guy with a sexual assault past to gain attention or for ratings purposes because they already they already have enough. Right. Um, I think I think this is just an oversight which they're just going to have to correct from this point going forward. Yeah, it does, you know, exactly, as as we've been talking about, does just raise questions about what the process is. Are they doing an adequate job uh, in terms of, you know, protecting the other contestants, protecting their leads, um, and, and and even casting people that are, you know, a, a, at all a good fit for the leads. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, more from Reality Steve. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that 
planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, keto, vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quinn's cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quinn's only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. 
Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article, that lovely chair out on my deck, article, our big console, article, I'm my bed frame, article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You know, I'd say this coupled with the Garrett situation to me, raises questions about background checks and about social media checks um, and and makes me wonder, you know, does this show have a greater responsibility to pay a little bit more careful attention across the board to who they are giving a really massive platform to? Because that's that's the other thing. And the reason that I think social media is still so relevant is that these people are then turning around and making a lot of money off of their social media and off of the platform that, you know, Warner Brothers and ABC have given them. Yeah, I think that there's definitely something that needs to change. Either they need to fire the company that did this particular background check. Yeah. Or they need to get a little bit more involved themselves. Because like I said, they're farming it out to a third party to do this. Maybe they need to do it in-house because... I, you know, the, the Lincoln incident is much more severe than the Garrett stuff in terms of being able to find that. Because as absolutely, you know, as we talked about, and as Ashley had talked about when when she found the Garrett stuff, it's like you really kind of have to dig to find out somebody's likes, especially when they were at the time still filming the show and they were off the show and the likes. They, they wouldn't be active, so you wouldn't see their likes coming up. You would literally would have to find every account they're following, like this person did. And, you know, because this person said, when I spoke with them, they said, yeah, I just noticed he followed some questionable accounts, Tommy Lahren being one, and then some, you know, some very far right stuff. And I thought it was interesting. So I just went on all those pictures to see if he liked any of them. And there he was. He had liked some of them. So that's very extensive. Uh, you know, to do that for all 28 contestants every single season. Like, they wouldn't be able to do that. The Lincoln stuff, like you said, this is just a background check. I, I got to imagine that a charge ending uh, shows up, and I just don't know how it was missed. And until they really give us a more detailed answer, because the answer they gave was just 
we were never notified about this. This is the first we're hearing of it. We're going to look into it from here. Okay, great. I, I kind of expected that answer. Uh, and I didn't expect him to say, oh, yeah, no, we had heard, we saw it pending, but since it was pending, we let him on. Like, no, that, that, that doesn't fly, especially in 2018. So I think they just, I, I, I think my guess is they'll release another statement saying we, we, we missed the boat because they did. They can't can't say we didn't miss the boat. Uh, they can just say we need to do a better job. And I think that's probably what it'll eventually end up being. But do us as viewers know if they're going to end up doing a better job? No. Until now, because now every season, I guarantee you, every season now, the contestants, not only once they're released or I release them and then the show releases them, people are going to be watchdogs. They want to break something like this now and or to give me a heads up because that person didn't have to give me a heads up. And if they wouldn't have, would we have ever found out about this? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what I was going to to bring up. Like, ABC, I, I wonder how ABC is going to grapple with this stuff moving forward um, because viewers do have so much information at their fingertips now. Uh, and I think that is a new, this is sort of a new problem, a modern problem that this show, the show is facing in terms of the fact that these these people are going to be scrutinized by the fans, um, kind of no matter what. So, you know, how does ABC or Warner Brothers then take that knowledge into consideration with their casting process? I also am curious what you think, you know, obviously, I'm sure you don't know concretely, but do you see uh, the show addressing this moving forward, you know, on on a men tell all special? I, I would assume that Lincoln would probably be barred from participating, but... What's, what are your thoughts? Guess. Yeah, my guess is I can't imagine he shows up at the Men Tell All. I mean, we only can compare it to Lee from last season. Lee did get on the Men Tell All, but that was something along the lines of, you know, he wrote some really insensitive racist tweets. It's easy for him to come on and say, I apologize for this. Lincoln is a convicted, uh, he's been convicted of this now, and he has to register as a sex offender. I don't know what good will do of putting him up on that stage. Um, yeah, I'm sure he would apologize and say, I, I, this is something I never should have done. Um, but I just don't see the show. You know, Lee was conv- basically convicted of being stupid and ignorant. Um, this is a different animal. I, my guess would be he's not going to be part of the mental all, and he's now going to be just uh, – He's obviously never going to be part on another show again because based on that statement, he has three Alcoholic Anonymous meetings a week that he has to attend and he misses one of them. He's in violation and could be sent to jail. He won't be able to leave (laughs) uh, to do any sort of filming for anything because he has to go to these AA meetings. So my guess would be no, um, that he's not part of the show anymore. And one other point I wanted to make in regards to the Lincoln stuff is you know, you all saw the statement from the press secretary for the DA's office that this conviction happened on Mar- on May 21st. I mean, I didn't get it till Monday, the 11th of June. So this, it was out there for 20 days. It was out there for three weeks that he was convicted. That's what I'm saying. Like, if this person never emails me on Monday, no one else had this story. And he could have gone the whole season. Like, at what point would somebody have said, Hey, Lincoln had a conviction. Like nobody would know to look for a Lincoln conviction unless it was something like this. And like you said, going forward, I really think now people are going to be so like almost excited to see if they can dig something up on a contestant 
from the past, whether it be a, a tabloid outlet or, you know, someone telling me, whatever the case may be, I think ABC is really, really going to have to to bear down because they don't want to get beat to something like this, uh, like they were by me and the person who gave me a heads up. Like, this should have been their story to control, mm-hmm. and they didn't. And I, I just – they – they're just going to have to be way more diligent. And now, like I said, I think people are going to be really excited almost to start trying to find something on every contestant, even if, you know, obviously something major, but anything. And ABC is going to have to be wary of that. Yeah, well, I'll be, you know, I'll be interested to see where they go from here. And I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking to me and kind of running through this whole mess. No, no problem. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much, Steve. You have a great day. Thank you. So before we go, I just want to kind of offer my thoughts. On Here to Make Friends, we're going to, of course, keep following this story as it develops, um, you know, sort of tracking if Warner Brothers puts out any other statements or if ABC and Warner Brothers uh, changed the direction of the show in any capacity because of it. But I just wanted to share a few of my personal thoughts. You know, I think a lot of us, and especially the people who listen to this show, tend to be very, you know, informed feminist viewers of a show that we know is is often not a feminist product. Um, I think things like this make it a lot more difficult for us to enjoy something just for what it is. We have to question whether the production arm is keeping the people who are on this show safe and whether the show is giving people who might use their platforms to promote messages that have really direct negative impacts on people's lives. It's harder to just enjoy and watch something that should just be a lot of fun. I just want to be sitting here and laughing about how wonderful Jordan's one-liners are and talking about chicken suits and, you know, reflecting on whether Clay Harbor will get back into the NFL after his embarrassing turn on the Bachelorette's football game. And I want to be hoping that Becca finds a love story that, that makes her happy, at least for the time being. And all of that becomes a lot more difficult when we are worried that You know, men who have assaulted women are being let onto this show, onto a dating show. I also want to be clear that I don't think that, you know, anyone who has ever faced a charge or conviction for a crime should be barred from participating in reality TV. Uh, But when those charges and convictions, specifically convictions, um, have to do with sexual misconduct and you are putting someone on a dating show— That should be a very, very big red flag. I just want to close out by reading a little passage from a piece that Tierney Bricker over at E! News wrote. She wrote a piece that I thought really got to the core of what, you know, Claire and I have been talking about a lot. She wrote, when a guilty pleasure becomes plain guilty, we can't enjoy the Bachelor franchise the same way anymore. Um, And... You know, she wrote, why are you making it so damn hard to watch and enjoy you, Bachelor? It seems even our guiltiest pleasures are no longer guilt-free in 2018, a time where we can no longer look the other way or feign ignorance. And of course, I'd argue that we probably shouldn't ever be looking the other way or feigning ignorance. But yes, 
the point stands, and she writes, quote, Sorry, Garrett, but a mindless double tap should mean something, especially when we now live in an age where contestants' full-time jobs often become earning double taps to rack up sponsored content once they appear on the show. A contestant with a history of sexual assault allegations shouldn't even make it past the first stage of interviews in a time where award-winning actors are rightfully booted off of award-winning shows after being accused of sexual misconduct and abuse. Time's up for everyone, including the producers of The Bachelor, end quote. Uh, I think there's, you know, this gives us a lot to think about. And I understand that some people might want to just tune out altogether after this. Um, it's hard to know where that line exactly is. I'm not sure that I know where my personal line is for that. But I just want to plead with production and, you know, ABC and Warner Brothers to take a good hard look at the way that they are casting these shows and make it easier for all of us who want to just be enjoying this content to enjoy it. And um, I don't know, maybe maybe there is something to that ringer writers argument that at least on the social media stuff that the leads should be given access to at least some of the information that viewers now have at their fingertips. Um, we'd love to hear from you and hear from all of you if you have any thoughts on this. Uh, you can always email us at here to make friends at huffpost.com. Thank you for taking time out of your Friday to listen to our bonus episode. Enjoy your weekends, everyone. And that's it for this bonus episode of Here to Make Friends. Thanks to my guest, Reality Steve, and of course, our producer, Nick Offenberg. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap week four of The Bachelorette. that it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your crave Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.